Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. We are continuing our conversation, our discussion, whatever you want to call it, about cognitive decline. And it's a mini-series, so I, I shared Dad's story, and then yesterday I just talked about ways to choose a facility. Today I'm going to dive into Mom's story, and I have shared with you their stories are different Though their diagnosis were similar, dad had Alzheimer's, mom had dementia, they both had vascular dementia, but mom's was a um, whole different beast than dad's, but we learned from both of them, and that's what my job is, to teach you guys how to handle it and understand and normalize the fact that when you're going through it, your loved one is not your loved one anymore. They are com someone completely different, but please, please, please keep in mind that they are in there somewhere and that they love you and you just reflect on that and know that they're in there. And you will, yeah, it, it gets extremely frustrating. I was fortunate to, uh, uh, enough today to sit down with my sister because she was like the point, she was the lead to take care of mom as mom's decline began because Debbie, Sister Debbie, was retired. So mom's decline in 2017, she started noticing that she was forgetting things. Um, just little things like not remembering meeting with friends, which that's kind of a big thing, but not remembering the content. Hey, did you meet with um, Bob and what'd you guys do? You know, she and she would say, I don't remember. So that was 17, and 2018 was when... It started, and then it, she came out of it, and then 2019 was more of the decline. So I'll take you through it. So 2018, in May of 2018, was when Deb received a call from Mom. And I know I've talked about this before, but Mom was like, where is everybody? Where's Where are the kids? And she had no idea where any of us were. She was referring to her four kids and wondering why we weren't living with her, <clears throat> completely confused. So Deb started, um, we all started paying more attention, but it, it kind of, it raised a red flag. So we started paying more attention to what she was doing. Not that we weren't anyways, but um, where she was going, how she, you know, she was managing her daily activities, so to speak. So she actually had, I don't even know how many UTIs. You guys hear it a lot. The elderly get these UTIs, and sometimes that, that alone will affect their memory. But mom was put on cephalexin, and that triggered the whole thing of her ending up in the hospital. But let me back up a second before that incident. She was um, taking the cephalexin, and Deb told me this today. I had no idea that this occurred. She said that at one point she ended up going over to mom's house because she was really irritated and agitated. And she was trying to settle mom down. And mom just started screaming and screaming. And Deb had no idea what to do. So she called 911. And they came over, and I think they took her to the hospital, Deb said. She didn't go too much, too deep into this, 
took her to the hospital, checked her out, made sure she was okay, and then she had settled down. I'm pretty sure they probably gave her a sedative. So that happened before the whole cephalexin episode. So mom's memory and confusion was increasing to the point, here's a teachable one, that she, she ended up with sundowners. Now, sundowners syndrome. This is, this is really important because some people don't know about this because I was like, what the flip? It, it kicks in when the sun goes down. It's, it's kind of weird, and it, it, we have to figure out how to soothe their anxiety. First of all, let me back up and tell you about the signs of sundown syndrome in 20% of people will experience this sundown syndrome. So when they have dementia, the approach of sundown can trigger emotional, behavioral, or cognitive changes. So they could have mood swings, anxiety, sadness, restlessness, energy surges, increased confusion, hallucinations, and delusions. Mom's sundowners, oh boy, she had most of these. The restlessness was just like crazy, and it led to challenging behaviors, and that's what Deb encountered that particular time. And I'm going to leave it at, the, uh, let, me, let me share a couple more um, signs and symptoms, because mom did these. Um, it could also, the challenging behaviors would include pacing, rocking, screaming, crying, um, resistance, anger, aggression, disorientation. Betty Garland was going down that path. She was going down that path. But this is going to be weird because this is May slash June of 2018. And we didn't know what the frick is going on. We're reaching out for help. And I'm going to stop right here because I am going to take you to the next stage about what happened. So now you are aware of sundowner syndrome. And I'll share how you can handle that. It is. It is extremely... Um, frustrating, very sad to watch, um, but you got to have the tools. You got to have the tools to figure out what you are going to do with that, and I will share that tomorrow for you. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Thank you for your support. Thanks for hopping on. If this is the first time that you hopped on, go ahead and hit follow, so then you'll get a notification when my next episode comes out. Please, please, you guys, take care of yourself. One life, one time and keep on learning. Learning truly is the essence of life. And I tell you what, it's going to help your brain too as we talk about Alzheimer's and dementia. I will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.